0: On the voice of the Cape. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and uh, warm welcome uh, to each and everyone tuned to 91.3 FM, 95.0 FM in the Bualand as well as audio streaming at www.vsfm.co.za. This is your Friday Nasih. I'm your Aisha Latu with me in studio, the Honorable Sheikh Qasim Gabriel's young, also the nephew of Sheikh Ibrahim and Sheikh Bakr Gabriel. So um running in the family, subhanAllah, you know, seeking knowledge um, and and I'm sure empowering our listeners as well as the community, alhamdulillah. Um
1: Now I
0: must admit that when we speak about the topic that Sheikh has chosen forty days subhanallah it, it can be a vast one. It can be one that mm. you know that we can look at both uh, Islamically first and then secularly. And yeah. I think Sheikh is going to speak about it more broadly. Yeah. Um, even in, in in many Fridays to come, inshallah, if that <laughs> is possible as well. <laughs> Human rights, Islam and the protection of honor, and I think that is the the most important topics were Hannah <laughs> LaShek.
1: <laughs> now, Bismillah <laughs> Rahman Rahim. Alhamdulillah, he wrote Bill Alaminos Sola to Salamola Ashrafim Musarin. Say dinner when a big dinner, Mohammed in Wala early, he was happy, he Edmarine. Robbish Rahli Soderly, Way Sidley, Emily Wahlin, Okadet, and Milissani of Kahu Koli. A Salam alikum Rahmatullah, he over respected listeners. Alhamdulillah We thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala For granting us firstly To be of the ummah of Rasulullah Sallallahu, Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam We thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala For allowing us to witness Another day of Jummah and, ple- and we send peace and salutations On our beloved Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu, 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 Sallallahu alayhi wa uh, Beloved brothers and sisters And honorable listeners uh, Human rights is something that uh, For the last... Uh, more than a half a century um, the the entire world has been living under the umbrella of this human rights. So what is this human rights? This human rights is something that everyone should have simply because they are human, and uh, life on this earth and and to be human cannot be imagined without these rights and and these rights they are permanent they cannot be removed and we must remember that these rights have been first established by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala these rights in its delayed appearance in the Western world can be found to be established in Islam firstly by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and 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 how could it not be when the religion of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is Islam Allah says in Nadina in al Islam. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is our creator. So if he is our creator and his religion is Islam, then surely the rights of humans should be found in this religion of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. At this at this juncture it's important that we just um uh, shed some light on an issue. You know, sometimes we find in Islam that that certain terms are not being used, or a certain uh, uh, group of, of of legislated laws has not been given a title, and then we think that this particular matter does not exist in Islam. But we find that every hadara, every civilization, or every nation has particular uh, uh, words, kalimats, and terms that they use, and in Islam, although it has not been given the title of human rights, uh, specifically we find it in Islam. We find that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made and has legislated these rights and it is part of our religion. So uh, it is not possible to imagine this religion of Islam without uh, uh, giving rights to, to people now. Islam upholds the rights of people and mankind in a, in, in, in a different manner. Uh, we must remember that Islam, firstly, in Islam you have the right to request your right if it, if it has been violated. But in the way of Islam, it, that it upholds and adheres and preserves and guards the rights of man by upholding wajibat what does this mean by upholding the duties and the obligations of a person so the philosophy of islam is 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 different it 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 concentrates on executing the duties and obligations more than requesting rights right what does all this mean this means that if a person carries out his duties and his wajibat to those who have a right over him Automatically and by default The rights of others will be observed This is the philosophy of Islam You know today everybody um, we, we, we demand our right We say oh, This belongs to me This is my right But in Islam uh, We ask what is my duty What is my duty to the next person And in this way when these duties Are carried out If a father carries out his duty towards his son If a son carries out his duty towards his father if a mother carries out the duty towards the children, if the ruler of the country carries out his duty towards his citizens, their rights would have been observed. So uh, this is, so this is the, the, the philosophy of Islam. Um, we notice that uh, these rights have been established and been defined in the Western world only after they have been violated. So we notice after the Second World War in, in 1949, uh, when, when there was the Universal Declaration of Human Rights in Paris by the United Nations in the General Assembly in 1949, we find that it only took place after the Second World War, after people's human rights have grossly been violated. So we notice after the Holocaust, after and even here in South Africa, after apartheid, as 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 recently as 1996 we find that the bill of rights has been defined in in our constitution it's the i think it's the second chapter of the of our constitution it it contains the bill of rights and that is recently as 1996 after apartheid so people's rights were first violated then these human rights was defined but as in islam as for in islam in Islam, it has been defined by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It has been revealed by Wahyu, by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and it is part of our religion. There are many verses in the Quran that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about the rights of, of, of people. And even as the uh, uh, as it is as important that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mention the, these rights uh, at his um, farewell khutbah farewell sermon on the Hajjatul wada Now, beloved brothers and sisters, uh, we know that um, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has honored mankind. And Allah has taught him, and Allah has given the ability to speak, and the ability to understand, and the ability to think. And Allah has chosen him with, inter- chosen him with intellect above all his other creations, and given him the free will to make choices in his life. He has been honored like no other creation of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. Allah says, "Walaqad karramna bani Adam wa hamalna fil al wal-bahr wa razaqna min al-tayyibat wa khalaqna Allah says, and surely we have honored the children of Adam, and we have carried them in the sea and we in in the in the land and in the sea, and we have provided for them from good things, and we have preferred them." Over much of our creation in preference, a al Muslim, beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, this is your religion Dinukum al this is your exalted religion, the religion of equality, the religion of justice, the religion of freedom, karama, the religion of honor, the religion of humanity so for uh, i think from for now we will go into some details of some of the most important uh human rights inshallah yes
0: inshallah, before we do that let's go to the marketplace and to our listeners to stay tuned for this much more you know that we can benefit from um sheikh Qasim Gabriel's. friday nasiha on the voice of the cape Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh and Juma Mubarak with a clock at 10.51 on this beautiful Friday morning on the 8th of um, April and that is corresponding with the 29th of Thani 1437 we have a program conducted by Sheikh Qasim Gabriels and uh, the focus is on human rights so today Sheikh had mentioned earlier about you know equality, justice, freedom and humanity first of all because we know that Sheikh mentioned also post-wars how many, you know, uh, the UN then um, disclosed the Bill of Rights Probably, no. you know, no. at, at that time, and then um, post 1996, we we find that only after people were wronged, you know, there was a Bill of Rights uh, um, no. in South Africa as well. But we're looking at the likes of the Quran, who's older than 1400 years, subhanallah, subhanallah which is our constitution. Mashallah. So, everything is included in this, no. subhanallah,
1: no. subhanallah. That is correct, uh, Sister Aisha. And uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, has honored mankind with these rights. And uh, so we said this is our our religion, our religion of of, of justice and freedom and our religion of honor and our religion of humanity. And of the most important of human rights, we will touch on a few. There are too many to mention and we will probably need another program to continue to complete them all. But of the human rights that uh, are general and to be found in Islam as well, firstly, haqqul haya is the right to live. Islam respects. And save God's life uh, If it is led in a pure righteous manner Protecting its sanctity And prohibits anyone from undermining the sanctity By taking another person's life Islam has prohibited killing And considers it to be a crime against the entire humanity And considers saving a life And its preservation a favoured to humanity by Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. that's what Allah says in the Quran. And a soul by a soul or corruption earth, as if So the the one who kills one soul without corruption. So the soul is a pure soul. The soul is a righteous soul, and not one that lived in corruption. Then, فَكَأَنَّمَا قَتَلَ النَّاسَ It would be as if he had slain or killed all of mankind. So this is the seriousness of life. And this is the sacredness that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala attached to life. And Allah mentions it generally. And Allah doesn't specifically say even the life of a Muslim. Allah says, a nafs, a soul so that is general, that is in the soul because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has honored mankind generally. And Allah says in the preservation of a life and woman and one who saves a life and one who preserves a life a life, it would be as if he has given life to the entire Mankind.
0: Subhanallah. This
1: is why Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says in a hadith dunya uh min cutli rajulin muslimin. The the removal of the and the end of the entire dunya is less significant and is easier upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala than the killing of one Muslim man. So this is the seriousness of uh, uh, life and the sanctity of life. Um, this is a right, uh, by the way. So, so we uh, um, looking at it uh, from the point of view of Islam and secularly. So, we we doing a bit of a comparison. This right that has been defined by Allah Subhanahu wa Taala first, and then secularly, and then by the rest of the world, has been grossly violated the same people that have defined these rights have violated it. We find that the sanctity of life in Islam, it is general, and Islam respects all life, but we find sometimes those people that have defined these rights, they differentiate between certain people when it comes to the sanctity of life. So certain people and a group of people that they would consider to be more human than others, the value of their life would be increased, and the risk that they consider uh, or their humanity would be less important to them, their blood would be cheaper. So we find that the same people that have that have defined these rights, they are grossly violating it. We see bloodshed in certain parts of the world, in 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 in. Uh, in an unimaginable way, and in volumes that that, that we cannot even define, but we find in, the, in, in certain other parts of the in other parts of the world, when one person is killed then Qiyamah then, then then it would be as as if the whole of mankind has been killed. So Islam establishes this right of of to live equally and across the board. And every soul is sacred by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, beloved brothers and sisters. Uh, secondly, Haqu uh, adli, the right uh, of equality to right to be treated equally and justly. And with the coming of Islam, Islam was able to eliminate all types of inequality all types of injustice all types of racism right this is why um, uh, the prophet sallallahu uh, on his khutbatul uh, wada on his farewell sermon he took that, that 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 important important day of arafah where everyone turns to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala standing on the plains of arafah and everyone's heart is open to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he took this opportunity to speak about human rights and he stressed the importance of equality. That's why the Prophet ﷺ mm-hmm. said to his, to his companions, addressing them in his farewell sermon. He says, Ayyuan nas, inna rabbakum Wahid, O people, your Lord is one. And your father is one. li Adam. All of you descend from Adam. وَآدَم مِن تُرَابٍ And Adam was created from clay. إِنَّ أَكْرَمَكُمْ عِنْدَ اللَّهِ أَتقَاكُمْ The most honorable among you are those in the sight of Allah, are those who are the most pious, those who are the most conscious of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he said, لَا فَضْلَ عَلَىٰ أعجمين. There is no preference for an Arab over a non-Arab. And there is no preference for a coloured person over a white person, or a white person over a coloured person, illa bi except on the basis of piety. So, so your honour and the the uh, your your honour by Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, and your status by Allah Subhanahu wa Taala is not med- measured if you are Arab or a non-Arab, or a white or a black or whatever it might be. Your your it is measured by your taqwa alone. This is. The, the statement of rasulullah mm-hmm. sallallahu alaihi wasallam uh, 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 o- about 1400 years ago on the plains of arafah has been has been revived now recently by the the west secularly only recently they've they've they have um, established and defined that people need to be treated equally after people have the their, their, their rights have been violated after racism. But the Prophet ﷺ said this one thousand four hundred years ago standing on Arafah and this is a this is a most important statement of Rasulullah. And this was carried out by his companions. If if we should look into the lives of the companions of Rasulullah mm-hmm. sallallahu alaihi wasallam, there is there are so many examples of this type of justice. We can just take one example from the from from Umar ibn al-Khattab al faruq uh, On one occasion, when when in the time during his Khilafah um, the son of Amr ibn al-Aas, and Amr ibn al-Aas is the one who conquered Egypt. Amr ibn al-Aas, he won, he once he competed in a race with an Egyptian. Sorry, the son of Amr ibn al-As, he competed in a race with the Egyptian and when he sensed that this Egyptian was uh, about to um, um, beat him or he sensed that the Egyptian was about to to go ahead of him He struck him. He hit him and he told him Ana ibn al-Akramin. I am the son of the most honorable ones this Egyptian he immediately set off to Medina, and he went to Umar ibn al-Khattab, and he complained to him about the son of Amr ibn al-Aas, who at that time was uh, in charge of the matters of Egypt. And Umar ibn al-Khattab immediately sent for the son of ibn uh, and requested his presence in Medina. When he arrived, he set the both of them before him. And he listened to the story from both sides. When, he, when, he, when the Egyptian man completed the truthfulness and his honesty became clear. And then Abu Dhabi al-Khattab, he ordered this Egyptian man to retaliate. And it ordered him and told him, retaliate, hit him. And this was the son of Amr ibn al-As. So, the the, the 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 and he told uh, the son of Amr ibn al as and Amr ibn al as himself was present at that time, and he told Amr ibn al Aus, "Ya Amr, When have you enslaved people? When how can you do this to people? When have you enslaved them? When their mothers have given birth to them while they are free? So we see this equality despite the status of this person, despite. Uh, the status uh, of this person and this was the son of Amr ibn al-'As and one of the Egyptians that we find in Egypt that, that at that time they were in charge of. This is the true implementation of when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says إِنَّ Very the most honorable among you are the most pious and in the eyes of Umar ibn al-Khattab he did not look at the status of that person. He looked at the piety of the person and he treated both of them equally with equality. So, this also, the statement of Umar ibn Khattab, When have you enslaved people? It, it shows us and it proves as well that people have a right to freedom. Nobody has a right to be in, or nobody can be enslaved once they have been born free. This is completely prohibited in Islam. And even Islam, when Islam came, it came to abolish the slavery. That is why whenever a person needed uh, an expiation, a kafara after committing a certain act, the Prophet wasallam and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would say, free a slave. Free a slave. So a person, and from this we can see that Islam has established the right for freedom. Uh, my beloved brothers and sisters, Rasulullah um, also mentions uh, on or uh, in his khutbatul wada, he mentioned the rights of women as well. And uh, this is this is very important for us to remember. Firstly, firstly we must remember that 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 women have been given these rights by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In the time, and it came in a time where previously, in the time of Jahiliyyah, uh, women's rights were non-existent. the the, the daughters, daughters, if if uh, were buried alive, and if a person, his wife gave birth to a daughter, his his face would change, and he would bury this daughter. Uh, women were were cut off from their inheritance, but Islam came to honor them, and Islam came to 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 make ensure that they are given the rights that's why uh, the prophet sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam <laughs> says on the on the day of arafah in his khutbatul wada he say ittaqullah bin Nisa. fear allah in your dealings with women they are entrusted to you islam honored woman as a mother islam honored woman as a wife and islam honored woman as a daughter and this is this is a, a reminder to our brothers especially and to our sisters that Honor your mothers, honor your sisters, honor your wives. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has honored them. Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has honored them and we must honor them. We must treat them in the best way possible. On this day of Arafah, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa specifically spoke about honoring women. These are our mothers. And and I want to remind uh, all our listeners out there who still have their mothers, if you have your mother, hold on to her. If you have your mother, make sure that you enter into the Jannah because of her. This is a one, 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 on one occasion, uh, a Salih man, his mother passed away. And he wept and he wept and he wept. And they asked him, aren't you satisfied with the decree of Allah? He said, no, I'm definitely satisfied. But today... My, one of my doors to the Jannah is closed So while you have your mothers Honor your mothers Be in the service of your mothers Make sure if they are alive Make sure that you guarantee Your place in the Jannah Through your mothers These, the, So it is important That when we, when we deal with our mothers When we deal with our wives That we deal with them in the best manner The Prophet <laughs> he He only showed his best character To his wives he did not, you know. Today we find that that people, when they are in the workplace or when they are outside, the women that are outside, they speak to them in this beautiful manner. How are you? Doing? But when they come home, it's a completely different story. The Prophet says, "The best of you are those who are the best with their women; those who are the best with their own home folk in their own homes." So the best treatment woman should be shown in your own home to your own mothers to your own sisters to your own daughters uh, beloved listeners uh, the Prophet sallallahu wasallam also stressed to us the importance of education and this is a right that everybody has it is so important that the first revelation that the Prophet sallallahu alaihi received in the cave of Hira, when he was when he was meditating and Jibril appeared to him in his true form, was Iqra, read, and this is an open declaration against ignorance, because what really empowers a person is knowledge. That's why Sayyidina Ali mm-hmm. radiAllahu anhu said. Uh, knowledge is better than wealth you will preserve your wealth but knowledge will preserve you so this is a right of everybody it will empower them when we are educating a person Uh, my beloved brothers and sisters um, I think we're going to stop there. Yes,
0: indeed. Just out. before we continue, inshallah, with um, Sheikh Qasim Gabriels, we're going to go for our air break. And when we come back, we'll share some more um, of the uh, human rights with you. Inshallah, stay tuned. Friday Nasikha, on The Voice of the Cape. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh with the clock at just about 10 minutes past 11 on this beautiful Friday. Uh, we're still continuing our Friday Nasihah with uh, Sheikh, um, Qasim Gabriel. And Sheikh is speaking about human rights this morning and also making reference to the, um, khutbah of the Prophet, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And, uh, with the, with the, um, last points that Sheikh was mentioning was, uh, the human rights that was, um, you know, uh, mentioned in the, um, khutbah as well, inshallah, Sheikh.
1: Nam. No. Uh, Respected listeners, uh Sister Aisha just brought to my attention in the in the in the in the break that if you look at the address of Rasulullah <laughs> and the words that he chose, he says yeah Ayyuan Nas, O people. So this address is not directed at Muslims only. This is a universal address. This address uh, transcends the boundaries of religion so allah so the prophet sallallahu wasallam was addressing all of mankind with these human rights so this was mentioned by the prophet sallallahu wasallam in his khutbatul wada and also we were speaking about the, the 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 right of education you know when one is educated we said one is empowered so sometimes uh when we when we judge a person when we when maybe for when we look for a partner, sometimes the main criteria for uh, choosing a partner is sometimes uh, wealth. But we do not know that the 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 thing that raises a person the most and honors a person the most is knowledge. That's that's why Sayyidina Ali says, "Mal illa li inna al huda Sayyidina Ali radiallahu anhu says, There is no honor except for the people of knowledge. They are the rightly guided ones and at their hands others receive guidance. My beloved brothers and sisters and respected listeners, of the rights that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has established for mankind is the right of safety. And this, is a very important right and even the ambiyah they have requested this right and made dua and ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for safety so this one in the uh, uh, Nabi Ibrahim says in this dua he says <laughs> he says oh Allah make this city safe and then he says, التمرات, And grant its people fruits, and grant its people in abundance. So his first request is aman, is safety. Because the reason for this is, Lil The presence of safety is a cause of wealth. What does this mean? That a person, once he is experiencing safety, he can go out and he can go and seek his wealth. But if he's living in fear, it might not be possible for him to go out daily and go seek his wealth. And also, لِأَنَّهُ لَا يَطِيبُ طَعَامٌ وَلَا يُنْتَفَعُ بِنِعْمَةِ الرِّزْقِ إِذَا فُقِدَ الْأَمْنِ That a person will never enjoy the ni'mah of food. They never enjoy the favors that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has bestowed upon him. He will never benefit from these favors. If the person's safety is removed or if it is jeopardized even if people have have collected uh, large and vast amounts of wealth what is the value of this wealth if one does not live in safety right what is the value of this money when one can't even leave your home and spend this money. What is the value of these gardens or your big properties that you have when you cannot even sit in these properties? What is the value of the uh, infrastructure of a country street if you cannot even drive in them? What's the value of the massage? What's the value of the markets when one cannot even visit them? So all these niam of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala can only be truly enjoyed when one when one one once one. Experiences safety, and we can see this happening in many of uh, the Muslim countries across the world. Our own brothers and our own sisters—they are unable to enjoy the ni'mas that Allah has bestowed upon them. They cannot even go to the marketplace. They cannot even go to the masjid because they are living in fear. They are unable to spend their wealth even because they are living in fear. So we need to thank Allah Subhanahu wa Taala to let Allah Subhanahu wa Taala has given us this this ni'mah of safety that all these other ni'am that Allah has bestowed upon them, us we are now able to enjoy them we are now able to benefit from them because of our safety that's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, um he describes when he says when he speaks about Makkah, he says wa al baita Describes the favor that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has, has placed upon Makkah. And Allah says, and when we make Makkah a place of return. And when we make Makkah a place of safety for people. Because when one is in Makkah, one experiences that that safety, experiences that peace of mind, experiences that tranquility. Because there is nothing that will jeopardize a person's safety while He is in Makkah. So this is the importance of the right of safety to a person. Now, uh, beloved uh, brothers and sisters,
0: um, just, just, um, you know, on the point of safety and earlier on, you mentioned about life and how to protect life as well, and how, um, the sanctity of life. And, uh, I think when we have non Muslim students in, they probably think about the wars, um, that was led at the time when Islam was still really young because you find mm. people saying that Islam was Spirited by the sword, mm. but it wasn't, um, you know, as it is thought, um, you know, um, like, uh, what happened back then because yeah. it was never Islam first attacking. If, if 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 I'm no, correct, no, so no. if you just want to expound on that, uh, you yeah. know, to our listeners yeah. as well, um, and I think that,
1: that question comes at the at the correct time. Um, Islam, one of the one of the uh, principles of Islam, and I write that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala established for mankind is the freedom of religion. When 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 Allah when uh, when uh, the Prophet right. sallallahu alayhi wasallam mm-hmm. He sent out his companions to 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 spread Islam. None of them were ordered to compel anybody to believe in Islam. So even when in the conquerings, when, when certain uh, uh, countries were conquered by the Muslim they never forced anybody to ex- to accept Islam. There was no uh, uh, compelling them to accept Islam. So Islam guarantees, even in an Islamic state, Islam guarantees Freedom of religion. Each person is free to keep his own religion. And and each person is even free to keep his own religion and adopt another. So no one, just as no one should be uh, pressured into embracing Islam. And this is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran. Allah says, din rushd There is no compulsion in religion. Verily the right path has become distinct from the wrong path. And, uh, and in his explanation, Ibn Kathir, in his explanation of this verse, he clarifies and he says, Do not force anyone into Islam. The path of religion is absolutely clear. Its meaning and its evidence is obvious. And we believe that Islam is the correct religion. So we do not force anybody to, con- to revert or to convert to Islam. So this is, this is the belief of Muslims and the belief of Islam now.
0: If there's some encouraging words, Sheikh, that you would love to share with the listeners, and especially to a non-Muslim listeners, never, you know, never um, seen the likes of a Quran or a translation Quran, would you encourage them then to get a copy, to uh, read, because the Quran inevitably was revealed to mankind? Yeah. So, so offer yourself with what Islam is all about.
1: No, nah, no, nah, definitely. So we, we encourage our listeners, Muslim and non-Muslim, uh, to to because you know sometimes uh when it comes to Islam and people have described islam uh incorrectly the, the, this 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 peaceful religion as barbaric sometimes, so we need to, and these people have what we they have uh, cherry picked certain verses from the Quran out of context and used these as proof. so I advise all our listeners to 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 really read the Quran and really look into it with, with an with a open mind and forgetting everything else and all the propaganda around Islam and open the Qur'an with an open mind and read the Qur'an. now.
0: Then I'd love to come to the, the point which Sheikh made also, you know, um, um, education versus ignorance. And we're now. looking at um, when um, the first verses revealed uh, by Jibreel to the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasalam, sallallahu alayhi wasalam, l- Qayra, was that of Ikra. No. M- meaning to
1: read. Meaning to read, yeah, yeah. And we spoke about the importance of it, of education. And this is this is like I said, the Prophet sallallahu when he received this verse. This was an open declaration from Allah subhanahu wa taala against ignorance, because this is really what empowers a person. Uh, if I may now at this moment, uh, w- uh, the topic also centres around human rights and uh, and also uh, the protecting of honour. Um, Islam uh, respected listen Islam has has protected the honor of people in such a way that there is that there would be no way and no means for a Muslim or a non Muslim's honor to be to be violated. That's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, when, when he raised Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam on the Isra in the Mi'raj He says The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says when, when I was raised uh, on this Isra, in the Isra and the Mi'raj When I was raised on the Mi'raj I saw people with nails of copper يَخْمِشُونَ هُجُوهَهُمْ وَصُدُورَهُمْ They were scratching their faces and the chest. فَقُلْتُ من هؤلاء. So I asked Jibreel, who are these people Jibreel? فَقَالَ هؤلاء يَأْكُلُونَ لُحُومَ الناس ويقعون في أعراضهم. These are the people who are eating the flesh of other people. وَيَقَعُونَ فِي أَعْرَاضِهِمْ And these are who violate the honor, who step into the honor of other people. That's so why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Would you be a person who would love to eat the flesh of your dead brother? What does this mean? This means that why or oh, this means a person who dishonors his brother. The person who steps into his honor and violates his honor is like eating his flesh when he is dead. So, so, So it is important that we protect the honor of our brothers islam is prohibiting the dishonoring and the degrading of 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 any person that's why the prophet sallallahu wasallam says kana lahu hijaban min the person who defends the honor of his brother for him will be a protection from the fire of jahannam islam has is even protected the emotions of a person by forbidding one to harm him his emotional state by cursing him or by swearing at him or by scaring him in a degrading way and to refrain from anything that would lead to animosity, that would lead to enmity, that would lead to jealousy and envy. So that's why uh, um, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says يائي والذين آمنوا إن جاءكم فاسق أن تصيب قوما بجهالة على ما فعلتم Allah says. Oh you believe. When a disobedient slave when he comes to you with news, when he comes to you with information, investigate, clarify. أن تصيب قوما بجهالة على ما فعلتم List a people. These people would be afflicted with ignorance and now you would regret you would regret what you had done so sometimes people come to you with a with certain information about other people uh, dishonoring people and 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 violating the honor of the next person first investigate first clarify first ask this person yourself this is a asthma this is a disease that our people are suffering from. When we receive news we do not clarify it. When we receive we carry this news over and this news could be incorrect. So when we receive any information, first clarify it. Don't don't jump on the bandwagon and you also want to be one person who carries this news over to the next person. Right? We are not even allowed to make an assumption in Islam. That's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says Ya ayu amanu Jutanibu kathiram mina dhan Or you believe Refrain from much assumption Inna ba'da dhani ismun Wa la tajassasu Wa la Even some A birth of assumption This is sin We are not even allowed We are not even allowed We are not even allowed To 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 um To Spy on the next person. وَلَا وَلَا and do not backbite each other. أيحب أحدكم أي These are all mentioned to protect the honor of our Muslim brothers. So it is important that we remember that we are, uh, uh, are Muslims first, and Allah Subhanahu wa Taala has legislated these laws for us. These are rights that we should that we should observe. And these duties that we should carry out to Muslim and non-Muslim so that their rights can be observed now.
0: I mean, inshallah, I'm I'm happy and glad that Sheikh mentioned Muslim and non-Muslim. I was just going to ask the question, you know, of a Muslim, um, the right of a non-Muslim, of a Muslim as well. Yeah,
1: uh, these rights that we have mentioned have been established by Islam, but its implementation is universal. So you, you, you are not even allowed to overstep, for example, the honor of a non-Muslim, to undermine the sanctity of his life, for example, to prohibit him from an education, even if you are in an Islamic state and a person requests to study and to seek knowledge, you should allow them. So these rights are universal now.
0: Uh, Sheikh, we say big, big shukran for being in no, Syria with us this morning afoul. Alhamdulillah For empowering us once again, subhanAllah May no. Allah and protect um, um, Shaykh, um, Shaykh al- always, inshallah al- al- As-salamu alaykum I
1: just want to send one message quickly if You if, if may, Sheikh. Uh, it's just a message to my sister, Hafsa She is not experiencing the best of health She is in a hospital at the moment um, She is pregnant as well And there were some complications With her pregnancy And she'll be uh, in the hospital For the next few days So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala To to shower his mercy upon her We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala To restore her health And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant her sabr in this time and to the rest of my uh, of my family, my mother and my father, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also grant him sabr in this time. Amen. mean, and I
0: think on that note for all those who are infirm or sick and for nah. those who are deceased, nah. Allah grant them, you know, um Janat and for yes. those um, who are the loved ones, may um, Allah grant them the necessary sabr, nah. but just a small dua also for inshallah them inshallah. Make dua
1: That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this on this day of Jumu'ah, but, uh, yes. that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept this dua for for all our sick people and for all our people that have passed on at them Quantum Jannatul Firdaus everyone experiencing difficulty also Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala remove the difficulty amina rabb al rahman bismillahir rahim alhamdulillahir rabbil alamin salatu was ala ashraf al mursalin sayyidina wa nabiyyina wa mawlana muhammad wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajmain بسم الله الشافي بسم الله الكافي بسم الله المعافي بسم الله الذي لا يضر مع اسمه شيء في الارض ولا في السماء وهو السميع العليم <تصفيق> اللهم أن انت الشافي لا شفاء الا شفاءك شفاء, شفاء لا يغادر سقما نسال الله العظيم رب العرش العظيم ان يشفيها وجميع مرضى المسلمين برحمتك يا ارحم الراحمين <تصفيق> اللهم انزل الرحمة على اهل القبور روحا منك وسلاما منا واغفر لهم وارفع لهم الدرجات وكفّر عنهم السيئات برحمتك يا رحمن الرحيم ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار صل اللهم على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المُسَرِّين والحمد لله رب
0: العالمين شكراً شيخنا السلام عليكم ورحمة الله
1: وعليكم السلام ورحمة الله وبركاته. Friday Nasicha on The Voice of
0: the Cape.